0: promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank, KPMG, and the Associated Builders and Contractors of Eastern Pennsylvania.
1: This is Growing Greater Philadelphia, bringing you the stories of economic growth, job creation, and business success from across the 11-county community of Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. Now, here's Matt Gabry
2: the united states historically is a true melting pot we all know this and it's been accentuated in recent years as communities around the world become more integrated this point is so true especially here in greater philadelphia and to help us dive into this topic and so much more is our very own irish italian german and portuguese friend and colleague <laughs> sean
0: hand from kpmg hey sean <laughs> i don't know whether to uh hand you a, a pint of guinness or a plate of linguine i'm not sure both let's go with both. they are because i'm a proud irish and it? a proud italian what time is it? it's it 4 30 that's yeah, right so it'll be a- <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, man, as an Irish, Italian, Portuguese, German, I I don't even know what parade to march in sometimes or which holiday to celebrate because we, I guess to put it in a more... uh Silly, parochial way. I don't know which you know patron saint to hang in the window for my mom. <laughs> yeah, right. What I mean? right. So it, it, it's interesting, and it, it almost is one of these things where my family has become such a melting pot. My mom is big on this with online sites. Is you know we have to start documenting yeah. when and where our families got here and yeah, collided right, because right. it's been so many generations.
2: My own personal background when it comes to this kind of global business thinking and how international business kind of represents the Greater Philadelphia region. My own family. My dad's parents came over from Ireland in in the 1880s, and my mom's grandparents came over to the U.S. and, and to greater Philadelphia in the early 1900s. And, and frankly, they both ended up running businesses. One was a bus cleaning business that they started in Ohio, moved to Philadelphia, and made it into a, an office cleaning business, really successful in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. My dad's side of the family, just up the street in the Kensington neighborhood of Philadelphia, which was a big mm-hmm. manufacturing and textile town, they used to run Philadelphia textile services as well. So I can totally relate to the kind of thinking that business grows because of the international reach and the immigrant population that we have here and the whole international flavor of business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I work for a large global consultant. Right. And, you know, for some of our clients or some of our global clients, I can start my day on calls with the UK and then throughout the day be all over the country on calls right here in Philadelphia, and then end my day with calls in Singapore. And that's just the way I think global business is done now. Yeah. It's all global, and I'm sitting here right in Philadelphia, and it's incredible where we are today from a global standpoint. Totally. There's no doubt about it. Business is more global
2: than ever before. And my team and I at Select Greater Philadelphia, that's what we do. We talk with companies from around the world who are interested in establishing and growing their operations somewhere in the 11-county neighborhood of Northern Delaware and Southern New Jersey or Southeastern Pennsylvania. And it's a really dynamic and eclectic kind of exchange of ideas that we have with businesses who are visiting here, who are calling to learn more about why they should choose Greater Philadelphia. And frankly, these international businesses, they are having an impact around the world in ways large and small that that can be really life-changing and, and tremendous.
3: If you give me 10 minutes, I'll give you the world. If you give me 10 weeks, I'll give you a project to work on. But if you give me 10 months, I'm going to give you something that you can deliver out into the marketplace. And if you give me 10 years, you're going to have a legacy. A
0: legacy is an understatement. When talking about a company that has been around since 1665, which Matt, for the record, I did the math on this, I was negative 322 years old, which is just, I mean, prime. <laughs> you were just a baby. I, I was just I was just a sparkle in my great, 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 great <laughs> grandfather's eyes. <laughs> this is a company that has been around long before the Declaration of Independence was even signed, just around the corner from our studios here in Old City section of Philadelphia. And it's here that we had a chance to sit down with
2: Carmen Farino he's the guy you just heard a moment ago speaking about the legacy and we had a chance to sit down with him and today he's vice president of communications at Sango Bands North American headquarters which is located out in Chester County in Malvern Pennsylvania
0: yeah and it's one of the oldest and largest building material companies on the planet actually so we asked Carmen just to give us a snapshot into the history of Sango Bay.
3: So I think the first part that's interesting about the company is that it's 353 years old. So it was founded by Louis XIV to build the Palace of Versailles in the Hall of Mirrors. Wow,
2: 353 years ago.
3: Yeah, to give you an idea, when Ben Franklin went over to Versailles as one of the early delegates for the United States, we were already 107 years old.
2: That's incredible.
3: So they're now one of the largest building materials company in the world. They own CertainTeed. Mm-hmm. So that's a big American uh, you know, building materials company that makes a lot of stuff that goes on your roof or your siding or your insulation or your uh, drywall. Sure, But they also do a lot of other things. The uh, crystal that they use to find water on Mars is something that we created. Wow. The uh, bearings that are used to uh, keep that Mars rover moving, what we've done. Even something like the first shatterproof windshield is something that Sankaban invented. So it's an unusual company to be that old, but also be involved in so many different things.
2: Yeah. So you had mentioned CertainTeed just mm-hmm. a moment or so ago. Is CertainTeed the uh, the kind of foundational organization that ultimately brought St. Gobain to greater Philadelphia?
3: It is, yeah. They started to partner with CertainTeed in the 1960s. And by around 1987, CertainTeed became a wholly owned subsidiary of St. Gobain. Then and then later on, Norton Sandpaper is another company that we acquired up in the uh, in the Greater Boston area, Mm -hmm. and that kind of one-two punch of these two iconic, you know, hundred-plus-year-old American companies, complementing what then was about a three-hundred-year-old French company, kind of gave us the DNA of the company. And I think what you're seeing now is how we're approaching this is to track the next generation. It's actually the fifteenth generation. To work for this company. So your grandfather's great, 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 great grandfather would have worked. In this organization,
2: did you count all those grades? I
3: did. I did that. It's uh, you know, it's part of the job. You know, yeah, I, I bear yeah. that burden. But uh, yeah, I went back and said, you know, twenty twenty five years per generation. You yeah. go back pretty far.
2: That's great. So
3: share with us a little bit more because
2: you know we hear generally speaking, uh, and I'm coming at this from a layperson's perspective. Mm-hmm. Building materials, essentially, mm-hmm. what does that actually mean when it comes to the day to day interaction that people have with Senco Bain and your product set?
3: So I'll tell you a couple of things. You're never more than about 20 to 30 feet away from one of the products that we make any drywall that you're likely to have in your house or a building is probably ours if you've got a uh an asphalt roof on your house it's probably ours right if you're in a car especially if you're in a car that's european make you'll look and you'll see a little bridge on the windshield Mm -hmm. or in the side window that's saint cobain right they make all of those things but because they do that they're not big on promotion they really just want the technologies to stand for themselves. Mm-hmm. They haven't really promoted themselves that big. Even certainty is is something that every contractor knows, but not necessarily every single kind of end user or consumer knows right. because we tend to be the expert's expert. You know, we help the contractor know exactly what product they need that particular day for that style of home and we get it to them better than anybody else. Right. But now what we're looking at is how do we help consumers really understand more about what's behind the wall? You know, when is a wall not a wall? If I'm in You know, North Philly, and I hear the traffic, and I'm trying to, you know, put a baby to sleep. Right. If I can make that wall be soundproof at the same time and help be more energy efficient because of the technologies that we use, now the consumer needs to know they don't have to move out of the city. Right. They can raise a kid and have a quiet environment, they can improve the air quality in their home. So reinventing the Philly row home is something we take very seriously. We would love to be able to show people that you know, a few more dollars in the wall of your home is going to lower your energy bills, but it's also going to make you feel better. Right. And we're pretty serious about it. We we actually changed how we look at how the company explains who we are. We moved away from just doing advertising slogans and really talk about what our purpose is.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's really about a quality of life.
3: It is. It is. It's about well-being. So what we talk about is, you know, we bring well-being to people by creating these great living places and improving their daily life. And that means we have to be more vocal about what we do And how we can help you to make you a more informed consumer or to work with communities and say, you know, we can create a better environment. And Mm -hmm. it could be uh, taking the shush out of a library. Right. We can now control the acoustics in a library so the librarian doesn't have to shush you for talking. So you can have somebody studying on one side, you can have a community group meeting in another, and you can have somebody tutoring, you know, 30 feet away. Within 15 feet, Mm -hmm. you'll just see somebody's lips moving, you won't hear them. Within 12 feet, I'll take out all the consonants and it'll just be a murmur. Right. So we know we can do that.
2: Right. And you don't realize the importance or the significance of that until you can hear it in another environment, until the baby can't fall asleep because of the traffic noise out in front of their home. And then you realize
3: how important that kind of nuanced placement actually is. It is. That's what's fun about it is that it's a a thing you have to experience. And once you experience it, you realize, well, wow, I'd I'd love to go to a restaurant in Philly, you know, at 830 at night and be able to hear the person that's four feet away from me. Right. So we've got these tools where I can put a tool in a room and, and go on your cell phone and say, okay, right now it's as loud as it would be at a Foo Fighters concert. Right. Or I can say, this amount of light that you've got in is going to trigger your circadian rhythm. It's going to keep you up at night. Right. So I can put all of those little measurements in. And the question is, how do I do that so that when you want to redo your den, you're thinking about those things? Right, right. So that's kind of where we are. I think right now it's, for the last 45,000 years, we've been adapting to the buildings or the places where we live. Now it's time to have the buildings adapt to what we need day to day or minute to minute
2: as manufacturers of innovative materials spanning from life sciences to aerospace we all actually interact with sangoban products every day oftentimes without even realizing it in this case it's the tubing that's used to deposit a soft drink from a soda fountain
0: so material is coming up through there into a hopper loader and then it falls down into a screw that's turning This tube can be used for really anything, but this particular uh, reference is food and beverage. It's used for the transfer of chemicals and beverage fluids or fluids of beverages that tend to be acidic.
2: It's really incredible to see how much engineering and detailed science goes into producing these seemingly unimpressive pieces of plastic, little things that we often take for granted, and it's all taking place right here in greater Philadelphia, in Gloucester County, New Jersey, in a town called Mickleton. Carmen, share with us some of the, what I call, facts and figures. How large is St. Sure. And uh, and what kind of uh, employee spread is there across the organization?
3: So worldwide, St. about $43 billion company with about 180,000 people around wow. the world. They're in about 65 countries. In the U.S., we have about 15,000, 16,000 people. And in Philadelphia, probably close to 1,500 people that call the area home. And yep. the difference is... We're now in the process of hiring about 5,600 people over the course of the next three to five years.
2: In greater Philadelphia Uh, or across North America? Across North America.
3: In Philadelphia, we've got a bunch of open positions, and this is our corporate headquarters. Mm -hmm. So the strategists, the people who own kind of the operational side of things, the R&D center that we have here for CertainTeed, CertainTeed's head of Mm R&D is in Malvern as well. The Malvern Innovation Center sits about 100 yards away from our corporate headquarters. Right. And so we need scientists, engineers, finance people, communications people, human resources people, because there's this generational shift from baby boomers who are retiring and millennials who are coming in. Right. And this idea of not just hiring for expertise, but hiring for capability and the attitudes that people have. Right. So if we're trying to improve people's well being, I want people who don't just want a paycheck, they want a purpose. Right. Greater Philadelphia is a great place to live you know each neighborhood has its own personality whether it's inside the city or outside the city but we're all connected to this community i mean the eagles are a perfect example right you know it's true we're a town of underdogs who now people are realizing this is a destination right this is where you want to raise your family it's not about making a living it's about making a life that's right and this is a more livable city than just about anywhere else on the east coast yeah Totally. So, Carmen,
2: when you think back on our conversation and uh, your work in general and the team's work at
3: St. Gobain, what do you want people to remember or know about St. Gobain? It's not about just making a living. It's about making a life. And if you combine what Greater Philadelphia offers in terms of our community and the the context, right, of being here with what we do, which is, like we're a bunch of passionate geeks. Yeah. We're the people you do not want to get in a regular room. You only want to talk to us in a round room, because if we get you in a corner, we're going to tell you everything about that technical thing we love. Right. But if you're one of those people, this is a place where you can live your entire life. You can have an entire career here, and we can make it valuable. You know, Whether it's giving back in the community, whether it's being a part of this broader community in greater Philadelphia, or whether it's moving You know, for three years in aerospace, and then moving to construction, and then moving to energy or transportation, mm-hmm. we can do all of that with you. But We got to know if your purpose aligns with what our purpose is.
0: Sango Bain is creating the next generation of innovative products here in greater Philadelphia. If you'd like to hear more, head online to hear the full interview at 1210wpht.com slash select. An amazing story of entrepreneurship that celebrates the immigrant
2: experience. That's next.
1: More than 25 Fortune 500 companies call Greater Philadelphia Home. For more information about businesses growing in northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and southeastern Pennsylvania, visit selectgreaterphl.com.
4: This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to you by Comcast NBC Universal, a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia Council. This year, Comcast will open the doors to the Comcast Technology Center, a world class workspace for the company's growing workforce of technologists, engineers, and software architects, and home to the new Four Seasons Hotel Philadelphia at Comcast Center. Learn more about Comcast at ComcastCorporation.com.
0: One in seven Philadelphians are Temple graduates. Learn more about Temple University at temple.edu. Welcoming new neighbors to the community is part of who we are.
1: It's the Philadelphia way. That's why Select Greater Philadelphia invites you to their annual Welcome to Greater Philadelphia cocktail reception. It's our chance to say thanks for making Philadelphia your home. Thursday, October 25th, an evening filled with meaningful conversations and new friendships. Register at selectgreaterphl.com slash... Presented in partnership with the H&K Group, a dynamic group of integrated companies providing complete construction
2: solutions. Hi, everybody. It's Matt here to let you know that our growing Greater Philadelphia program would not be possible without the support from Citizens Bank. You know, the active engagement from Citizens Bank with this radio and podcast initiative and with all of our efforts at Select Greater Philadelphia to attract new businesses and new jobs to our community It's really exceptional. Simply put, without the partnership we have with Citizens Bank, we could not do what we do. And we certainly could not deliver these stories of growth and innovation. The people of Citizens Bank bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. You can learn how citizens can help your company reach its potential by visiting citizensbank.com/slash commercial. So please join me in thanking Citizens Bank. For believing in us at Select Greater Philadelphia and for helping us bring you this growing Greater Philadelphia program.
4: Blank Rome is an Amlaw 100 firm with 13 offices and more than 600 attorneys and principals who provide a full range of legal and advocacy services to clients. Learn more about Blank Rome LLP at BlankRome.com.
1: Growing greater Philadelphia, bringing you the people and projects that are transforming our collective community of Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania.
2: Greater Philadelphia is a community of immigrants from Chester County to Camden and Wilmington and neighborhoods across the city. We celebrate that diversity, the
0: diversity that defines our neighborhoods and our families and even our businesses. And here in our region, the Latino community is continuously growing and thriving. Even taking that to the national level, if you looked at the U.S. uh, Census Bureau statistics, The largest ethnic minority in our country is Latinos, making up approximately 18% of our nation's total population. Wow. And you
2: know, at Select Greater Philadelphia, we often talk about and encourage people to think about the 11-county region of northern Delaware and southern New Jersey and southeastern Pennsylvania as one big neighborhood and to really promote ourselves as a community that comes together. And that's really especially true when we think about the diverse ethnic populations that make up who we are.
5: We can never overlook the fact that we have to become cross-cultural. It's about everybody. It's not about segmentation. It's about bringing everybody together.
0: As the founder and CEO of Aldea News Media, Hernán Guadalcao understands the importance of bridging together different cultures, both in everyday life and in business. His news organization, quote, empowers Latinos to write their own story and define the Latino experience proactively, end quote. And Aldea does this by producing these bilingual publications, in addition to utilizing diverse media platforms that tell these stories. Coming from South America, Hernan explains why he chose Philadelphia, you know, what what brought him to our region and how he ended up becoming an entrepreneur.
5: Yes, as you said, I came from South America. That's exactly around 30 years ago, mm-hmm. exactly to this year, 30 years ago, and uh, how I ended up in Philadelphia is a long story, but uh, for the benefit of the listeners that you have, I would like to say simply that I was simply one more immigrant that came into the city And uh, like most of the immigrants who come into the city, didn't know much about the city, what to do, how to find a job, Mm -hmm. no friends, no network, we simply dropped in the middle of the ocean. And uh, how I became an entrepreneur is because when you're dropped into the deep waters, you learn how to swim, That's simple. It's a fight for your life, it's a survival fight, and that's when you find out the strength that you didn't know you had, such as entrepreneurship, which was a uh, world remote to me, but I, of course, come to learn and appreciate and, and value that, that attitude of individuals that come to a place and out of nothing, you know, create something. So, entrepreneurialism wasn't my calling. I went to a school of journalism in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa City did my master's degree prior to I had done my four years of undergraduate in journalism as well so all i wanted to do was to work for the daily news mm-hmm. and that's where i went in 1991 when the daily news building was on broad street and sure i asked for the interview and they gave me an interview but i never found a job because at the time there wasn't even a hispanic reported poor in the new room there was none and uh, i was the person that although I had the credentials and have academic credentials and have for years of experience the hispanic community at the time was six percent of the city so there was no need for me and uh, then i said to the reality and a uh, little bit realized that i there was not much hope to find a job in philadelphia in my profession right i tried uh, miami i went to miami and i applied for a daily paper down there and didn't happen either so i went back to my north philadelphia home and i said what to do and i look at my mac kintosh computer that i had brought from the university and i said maybe i could probably kill my time doing a newsletter okay that this new technology called at the time desktop publishing page maker or the software at the time sure i had in my computer and i said let me see if i can put to some pages and i decided to use my spare time and produce the first edition of Aldea was a newsletter eight pages thousand copies distributing the only section of North Philadelphia where I live, that was my initial market, but no idea about advertising, mm-hmm. no idea about managing human resources that I eventually needed to continue the operation, yeah. no idea that this was a business. Was simple. To me it was like the passion that I felt for the written war and the fact that the Hispanic community in Philadelphia was so, so helpless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and such a bad reflection of themselves in the general media, or non-existent whatsoever in the general media, and then a very moderate representation that exists in Hispanic media. So to me, I well, was like, uh, oh, this is easy. I can do this.
2: Yeah. So you're almost, what I would suggest, kind of accidental opportunity to start mm-hmm. a newsletter using your desktop publishing system. Eight pages, North Philadelphia audience primarily, I suspect it was also Latino, has turned into so much more. And it really evolved into an inspiration and and to what Aldea is today.
5: Little I I knew at the time that I was jumping into the deeper end of the pool in business because I didn't know anything about business, but then I was bumping into what today is the greatest phenomenon in America, and that is the Hispanic market, 55 million people, $3 trillion of purchasing power on the shoulders of this population that lives and work in the country, not only here in Philadelphia but all across the country, right. media empire have been built. I'm right. talking about Univision, and talking about the radio change, the broadcast in Spanish. And then hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of publications all across the country. Aldea was just one, one little dot in the mm-hmm. in that universe started by a, by an unemployed journalist as a one man, home based operation with no hope that this is gonna become something significant. The years, I say, I'm glad I did start it 25 years ago because today it will be more difficult. And today, mm. all the efforts, all the tears and sweat shed on the ground and there are many, are justified in a way because today, perhaps today, I mean, we may have a chance to make an impact in the city of Philadelphia, in the Delaware Valley region that's listening, but also why not? Talking about global economy, right? right? The internet has opened the doors for everything. So why don't we connect from Philadelphia an audience that is all over, scattered, with very little quality contents about what they are all about. The Hispanic community is a big question mark in people's mind, because no one has been able to tell that simple story.
2: In journalism, one has to adapt in order to survive. And Aldea has certainly evolved over time by becoming a multimedia hub for the Latino experience, for people who speak both Spanish and English, and who are located both inside and outside the greater Philadelphia region. As award-winning journalist Alfredo Corchado points out in his interview with Aldea the immigrant experience is not easily definable.
5: We sort of gather around this question, you know, and it's a question that I think is, has uh, followed us for 30 years now as friends. And a question that's very relevant in
1: today's divisive atmosphere when it comes to immigration, uh, the, the nativist
5: view of immigrants. And the question was, how do we fit in?
2: Through representation in media, immigrants can often find a voice and begin to bridge those cultural gaps. So, we're talking with Hernan Guadacao, who's the founder, publisher, editor of Aldea News. And, Hernan, how do you describe Aldea today? And how has it evolved from those, what I would suggest were pretty humble beginnings in 1991,
5: 1992? Aldea was a newsletter for. The residents of Olney are mostly the Latinos that I know were Colombian-origin, like like I am. Yeah. Uh, but then it expanded to be the publication in North Philadelphia, and that's how uh, the publication described by a very well-known TV uh, journalist when talking about a story that we broke on local politics when John Street and uh, John White and Dwight Evans were running for the Democratic nomination back in the days. Mm-hmm. We wrote a story that became local news for everybody and they describe all the as that paper from North Philadelphia and that kind of hurt me because I said you're so well, much the more. location is North Philadelphia but the mindset is North Philadelphia is the entire city and beyond anywhere else we can be relevant to people sure so it was like a little Rattle expansion from North Philadelphia to downtown to South Philadelphia. We ventured to drop some copies of the paper and found some Mexicans 10 years ago, the first one who came. Now, South Philadelphia had been revived by the Mexican community and all over the counties around. So we managed to get the paper to Atlantic City, to Harrisburg, to Allentown, to to Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. And somebody asked me, When are you going to get to Virginia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we don't want to go that far. Right. So let's shift gears a little bit, Hernan, and I'd
2: love to get your perspective on life as an entrepreneur, and it's kind of a two-part perspective here. What kind of advice do you give a young person who's thinking of starting his or her own business, and is that advice different for someone
5: who may be Latino compared with somebody who may not be? No, it's the same thing. Okay. You know, it's, it's business trust and ethnicity, and it's simply about efficiency and results, How you get them, that's up to you. If you happen to have a background, cultural background, that help you identify better ways of doing it, you're blessed. But the end is performance and results, that's simple. So I wouldn't distinguish Latinos, African Americans, Anglo Saxons, any other group. And actually, in Aldea, we have a a good representation, each of them, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, African Americans, white people, or so called white people, and Latinos, of course, and, and they get along very easily because at the end is one single approach. is get the job done, be effective, be of service to somebody, keep mm-hmm. emphasizing that, you know, business, the whole mystery of business is boiled down to actually or core value number one, which is obsessed with customer service. Customer service, as Craig Newmar, the founder of Cray puts it, he said, uh, customer service is always in the black. In other words, it's about serving somebody, providing a service to somebody mm-hmm. that's going to give you currency and then gives you the possibility to stay in business without having to worry about too much anything else. It's serving somebody. To me, it's sales. At the time when I was teaching sales to some people said sales is the word S, but it stands for actually service, service to somebody. Right. And, and that would be your, your protection against evil. Mm -hmm. and challenges. If you're serving somebody that's permanent, you have a relationship with somebody. Then they will provide for you to stay in business.
2: Growing Greater Philadelphia is presented by Select Greater Philadelphia. We're a council of the Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia and we're the business attraction organization for Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. We work to grow the economic vibrancy of our collective community by attracting new businesses and new jobs to our neighborhood. Special thanks to our investors and partners who believe in our efforts, especially the team at Citizens Bank, for their highly engaged support of this podcast and of all of our efforts at Select Greater Philadelphia. You can learn how Citizens can help your company reach its potential by visiting citizensbank.com slash commercial. I also want to thank... Our program producers, Elena Karmazin and Maricela Juarez, and our writer, Samara Grizel, and our researcher, Steve Boucher. Learn more about Select Greater Philadelphia by visiting selectgreaterphl.com and tune in anytime to this radio and podcast program at 1210wphd.com slash select.
0: Independence Blue Cross, a proud sponsor of the select Greater Philadelphia Council. Independence Blue Cross is the largest health insurer of the Philadelphia region, serving more than 2.5 million people locally and 8.5 million people in 23 states and Washington, D.C. Learn more about Independence Blue Cross at ibx.com.
4: Green and Spiegel is a full-service immigration law firm that specializes in helping businesses grow in the Philadelphia region and nationally through global corporate migration. Learn more about Green and Spiegel at gns uscom
1: Drexel University is one of the 15 largest private universities in the United States with over 24,000 enrolled students. Learn more about Drexel University at drexel.edu or call
0: 215-895-2000. Deloitte LLP is a proud supporter of select greater Philadelphia. Deloitte's Philadelphia practice provides audit, consulting, tax, and advisory services, and supports the region's growth and development through their corporate citizenship efforts. Learn more at Deloitte.com.
1: With a workforce of just over 3 million people, Greater Philadelphia is the sixth largest region in the country for employment. Learn more about what's driving growth at companies large and small in the Greater Philadelphia region at selectgreaterphl.com.